Welcome to another NY Just Fans podcast with hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris. Um, before we get started on this episode, uh, make sure y'all follow us on uh, Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. And also, um, when you search for groups on Facebook, search for NY Just Fans. Um, as we, as basically we get into another week of free agencies and, you know, more and more trades and more talks. Um, but we're going to start off with uh, the Eagles making a trade for Jordan Howard for a 2020 conditional draft pick. Um, what's the what's the grade upon that? Uh, I thought it was a great trade for the Eagles. I mean, they're giving up a – it starts off as, as, as a six-round pick, I heard, and maybe it goes to a fifth. So to get a running back like Howard, a proven guy like that, I thought that was a good move. Yeah, agreed. Um, um, as we go through, um, like uh, Davin just said, as we go through free agency, uh, I think after the uh, carnival uh, in the beginning of all the money getting thrown all over the place, I think teams are kind of settling down now, trying to get as much the best value that they could get for their teams. Um, the fact that the, the I think the Eagles uh, uh, saw a need there, uh, and uh, Jordan Howard is a better is is a is a better back than a lot of people think. I think I think he he's a uh, he, he fits what they do very well, and so um, I definitely uh, like the pick, like the uh, the trade. Um, yeah, I think. Well, sorry, Chris, but um, okay. I think. Um, I think this was a big need in the Eagles um, as they don't really have nobody for running back. I don't even know who they starting running back uh, was other than Ajahi and uh, I think Blount. Um, other than that, I don't know they have. So I think it was a good pickup for them. Uh, they really needed a running back. <laughs> so, but, but they got, but basically they just gave up uh, Jordan Howard for loose change. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And they were rumored to, or they were looking to, uh, draft that kid Jacobs out of uh, Alabama in the draft. Mm. They were hoping that he'd fall down to them. At, I think they're 25 or 26 they're drafting. So who knows if he, if he didn't make it down there, then they would, you know, then they'd be looking at a second or a third round pick uh, back probably. Right. So, so that's maybe. So that impacts the draft as well. Just right. Maybe, maybe that'll go True. Uh, to a different game plan. <laughs> maybe they go with a different game plan since they made that trade. Oh, oh yeah. the, you mean you mean the Bears? Did they did they choose their did they change their offensive line? Um, their offensive co- um coaching staff. Am I am I um they lost their uh I know they, they lost, lost their, their defensive their, coordinator. Yeah, and and yeah, but uh, uh probably they're going a different route with their scheme, but mm. uh but I don't think uh I don't um. Um, well, they probably don't like. They probably. I mean, not that they don't like. I think they. They feel like they probably could get a a, a better uh, fit for their scheme in uh in the upcoming draft. I, yeah, I think I mean, I've I think sorry Chris I think right. I've said before um I think it's a very um very high end second uh, uh second level backs coming out in this draft. I'm not a lot of first round high end backs, but. Guys that could be third round, um, third down guys. Guys could catch the ball coming out of the backfield. Guys, guys that could give you even guys that could give you four or five yards in a cloud of dust. You know, I think coming out and guys you could get in the third and fourth round that are pretty good guys coming Correct. out in this draft. Yeah, 
Yeah, very, very interesting as we, as you know, that that draft comes comes very sooner and sooner. Um, so it should be, you know, more exciting as you know the weeks goes by. But we like less than four weeks away from the draft. <laughs> so um, as we get into more trades, uh, Robert Quinn from the Dolphins got traded to the Cowboys. Um, I guess for a pick in the twenty twenty, if I if I recall. Um, I I, I want to start off by saying. Um, I I don't know what that means for uh I guess Mr. Lawrence because I know basically he got franchise tagged again and I think he wants a, a range of twenty twenty million twenty million a year. <laughs> um, I think is and 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 you know one of my questions was should Matt make a, a basically a trade for him? Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and basically it was like this: um, should the Jets make make the move from? And basically, my response was, if if Matt even thinks about making a move for him, then it, then we should take a different approach with our number three pick. Overall, um, I'm I'm not big I'm not big on I'm not big on it because you know like we like we said we building I think we building as you know this is a start to an actual nice build. Um, I'm, I'm not big. I'm not big on taking Lawrence because of who, who the guys that we got now and who we pay and how much money we got left. And last but not least, how much money we, you know, we're going to need towards next year for even for getting for building a championship contending team. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but how do y'all feel upon the trade and should and should Matt go for uh, Lawrence? If Morris is in the trade market, uh, I don't. Uh, well, just like you said, if we do trade for him, he's going to want a long-term deal, mm. and he's going to want it at, like you said, twenty million a year. Hmm. Correct. And right now, I think what are we down to? Twenty-five million over the cap right yeah. now. Yes. So is I don't know if uh, Mac would want to do that to bring a guy in to use up most of the cap space that's that's left. Um, and if you bring him in, you're going to have to give up some pretty high picks to get this guy. Yep. Um, I don't, and I don't think they're going to give up that, that third overall for him, but they'd probably give up like next year's first rounder. And, you know, our draft picks this year, we're, we're kind of low with draft picks. Yep. So I would think they're going to look to gain draft picks, not get rid of them. So I don't think that, I don't see this as a trade. That's a possibility for us. Agreed. Uh, um, number one, I, uh, I, when when teams have uh, have issues with players, especially of his caliber, of Demarcus Lawrence's caliber, um, they have uh, arguments, uh, financial arguments with them. They do stuff like that, you know, try to like leverage them, showing them that hey man, look, I could get a guy that's almost as good as you for cheaper. You know, you trying mm-hmm. you trying to get twenty mil. I could get Robin Quinn. Now, Robert Quinn might not be as young as you or on your level as a pass rusher anymore, but he used to be a first rounder. He could steal ball. You know, we could, we could, we could do this. You know, we don't need you right now. If, if that's what mm-hmm. you're going to do, you know? So, um, listen, um, Demarcus Lawrence has several, there's several pros to him and there's several cons to him. And, because of the combination of both, I think the Jets should be not should not be part of this. Uh, um, um, he could definitely bring something that we missed for a very long time here in New York, 
uh, as an edge rusher, but also, you know, you have to you have to remember the Cowboys practically nursed this guy to health, you know. So, uh, ooh, you know, you don't know, you never know when these things gonna pop back up, man. You know, he, he get injured again. What are you gonna do? You had you spend paying a guy almost twenty mil, and then he's injured, and then he's tying up your cap space. Listen, like Davin said earlier, I I think. I think it's, this is all about youth, a youth movement. Uh, 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 get a young, get younger, fresher guys that you could mold into the guys you want, you know, in the draft, and and uh, and take it from there. Um, I think, and also, uh, I think like my my, you know, basically with Quinn, he had twenty four sacks, I think, in the last four seasons. Only four last season. Um, I think with the Cowboys defensive coordinator, which which actually defense actually had had a decent a decent run. Yeah, um, great defense. You know, I think, I think it, yeah. So I think uh, Robert Quinn could fit. You know, could fit with that scheme. Agreed. And um, you know, with with Lawrence being with Lawrence uh, having some contracts issues and they have until July fifteenth, I think um, what what could happen is. Is Lawrence could maybe get signed a one year, two year deal with the Cowboys, but for any this is not this is not a D Ford situation where D Ford gets traded for for Trump change, you know. And no. D Ford is a decent player, you know. But this is this is this is the Cowboys. If you want, you know, they they already don't have the number one. They already don't have a first round pick. Nope. So so in order to so in order to get rid of Lawrence. You gonna have to give give them that a first round pick, and that's and that's gonna play a major that's gonna play a major part <laughs> in, in, yeah, yeah, in what in what Mac they do exactly. I definitely yep. don't see Mac doing that. Yeah, so um, I don't think a trade <laughs> should should happen. I don't think a trade should happen. Just my uh, just just my opinion on on that. So um, as we move on, uh, that so basically, uh, John Harbaugh then said. That receivers don't receivers basically doesn't don't want to sign with the Ravens because they because they run a, a heavy run offense. Is that should that be a concern for Lamar for basically not for Lamar Jackson but also for this Ravens team? I will I will take this I will take this uh um from this point. There, there's several levels to what happened with John Harbaugh. Let's say he was trying to motivate his quarterback to um, put in more work into throwing the ball this offseason so he could get a really good jump on the season, meaning uh, like we've spoken about that he's, he's, he's kind of a below average throw of the football. If he really gets his work in with a, a throwing coach, you know, maybe he could be a little bit better, you know, and then make the offensive, the Ravens offense more dynamic. You know, maybe that's what he was trying to do. But on the other hand, when you do something like a, like that as a coach, what are you really doing? You're telling the kid, uh, you know, people don't think you could throw. You know, you know that. You know, we we're talking these kids nowadays. It's not it's not really the, they're not the same as the past generation, where they need they you know that kind that will motivate. It could break them more than motivate him. Maybe mm-hmm. may, maybe that's the true. coach. Maybe, but maybe the coach does know his player and thinks that will motivate him. But my whole my whole thing is it's a very questionable way 
to kind of get the attention of your QB. But it is partly true also because uh, we've spoken about that on multiple occasions where we, um, we've said that um, he has coming out. That was his issue. You know, he's a he's a highlight reel of an of an athlete. But but is he a real quarterback? Is he a quarterback that could read a defense, dissect it, you know, get the ball out on time kind of guy? And even if you can't get the ball out on on time and then you run some other type of scheme where, you know, you, 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 you drop back, max protect and get a, you know, get an accurate pass out. You know, is that he is is that him either? Uh, no, I don't see that either. So you know, um, I think he's right. I think I think because of that kind of offense, you know, I think a lot of players are you know taking other routes. You know, but we will see how much Jackson grows over the over the over the off season. You know, but he does have an issue throwing the ball. Yeah, I I I don't I don't like that the coach is coming out and saying that. I just for the reason you're saying, and to me, it doesn't, I mean, is he trying to go the reverse way and saying nobody wants to come here and then maybe a receiver wants to prove him wrong to come here and to, and to show, yeah, we could win and, or I could win if I come here. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like that move at all. I mean, like you said, it is probably the truth because, you know, teams or receivers know that they go to Baltimore, they know it's going to be a run heavy offense and you're not going to be, as a receiver, you're not going to be putting up thousand yard seasons. And if, if that's what you're going for, you know, like, let's say if it's a guy who wants a one year deal to kind of showcase himself to become a free agent next year, that's definitely not the place you want to go because no, yeah, you're just not going to put up big numbers. And like you said, we, we know Lamar Jackson has not proven that he could be that type of quarterback that he's going to nothing more than just a, like an option quarterback hmm. at this point. So you know, so this is you know what, for him. <laughs> you know what's funny about about that though? Jackson Jackson um, um, apologist will point out to that one throw he completed to a tight end. Play <laughs> action, like like basically, if you're in the pros in the NFL, if you can't make that throw, man, I mean, <laughs> right. come on, <laughs> yeah. this is not a complicated throw where he had to kind of nod the safety out of the way to get a tight window spiral in. It was nothing. It was a play-action pass. The tight end beat his man. He was wide open. He completed the pass. <laughs> we could have we he, could have completed that pass. He's a, he's a <laughs> court professional quarterback. He should be able to make that throw. When we say that he is not a, a natural throw of the football or he does not have the mechanics to throw the ball properly, we're not saying that he can't complete 10 of 16 balls. We're just saying that if you force him to beat that, that, that to force him to have to do that consistently, he won't beat you. That's right. all we're saying. Exactly. Mm. Because, you know, defenses are just going to load up on him and just force him to beat you throwing the ball. Yep. You know, that, like the Chargers did. Yeah. That's exactly um, I I think my main concern I think my main concern with this situation is uh is basically uh mo- basically kind of kind of like a motivation type of thing you know um when we when we saw the Chargers in the Ravens game in the playoff uh wild card game um basically you know John Harbaugh was and you know was holding them back from throwing the ball they kept running at 
heavy that you know that yeah, that heavy personnel. You're right. Yeah, they they that heavy two tight partners. ends. Yep, two tight ends. Exactly. Play action, power, and they zone. Mm-hmm. So my my concern was, and then in the fourth quarter, he actually played well. He actually looked like a, a confident quarterback. You know, and my concern is is if you let the kid, if you hold back this kid this year from trying to at least try to throw the ball, and, you know, when we know these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks are going to be working out this offseason to try to get better. So if you hold them back and try to make it a, a heavy run, then, of course, you're not going to put no numbers. And, of course, five receivers don't want to come there. And, and you know, and, and Davin, not to cut you off, the, my, thing, my thing about the whole – Oh, he got hot in the uh, in the in the in the in the latter part of the game. You have to understand what they did was they were running the game plan they had they had had all off season um all uh through the playoffs was bludgeoning everybody to death, and then the Chargers was begging them to throw the ball, leaving wide open spots on the field and just filling in the box, nine ten guys in the box. With right. with with guys where there wasn't even a corner, I don't think there was probably one or two corners on the field. If not, it was just a bunch of linebackers and safeties. And and you now taking a wide receiver and running him on a slant, there's no way a safety is going to be able to run with a linebacker. So the quarter the, with a wide receiver, wide receiver is wide open. He started getting hot because there was multiple wide open guys because they could not cover. They they switched their offense and they could not cover, you know, the wide receivers because the there was a bunch of safeties on the field. It, that's exactly what it is. He still has an issue throwing the ball. He still has an issue seeing the field. And until he shows me different, you know, and 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 you're partly right, Davin. He definitely they need to not cur- um, um curtail his throwing if they want him to grow as a thrower. They need to bask in the fact that he might take a while to learn how to do it and take the interceptions and the bad throws and and, no. and until he gets it if you if you trust in him yeah and my thing and you know also with with y'all, with with this team losing that that defense that heart of the defense it's going to be very it's going to be very difficult <laughs> you know because it might be a lot of high scoring games this is not going to be the defense that we saw in the 2000s the 2010s you know even last season when they made that big run you know they won because of that heart of the defense they're not going to have that same defense yes they have Earl Thomas but what what's what's what they going to do without the linebackers that's the heart of the team yep. right there so now that you lost that what what you know that and then what if they find a way to stop y'all on your heavy run offense? Then then it's oh okay now we have to throw the ball. That that's what the quarterback's supposed to do. <laughs> you know you have to find they gotta have to find some type of way to score some points and not just 10, 17 points and barely win by three points because it's not gonna happen for this team this season. No, I'm guaranteeing they're, gonna, they're that. gonna have to put up points this year to win. Yeah. Yes. And and, and I don't want to def I don't want to kill that defense because I think. There's a lot of talented guys on that field, uh, um, on that team that that people don't talk about. But but Davin, you're right. If you lose the Darius Smith, and you lose um, um, C.J. Mosley, and you and you lose uh, 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 your Suggs. Suggs, you know, on one team, 
that that's a ridiculous amount of talent that you lose. That's like the heart of the defense. You know, right you exactly. That's, that's why I said. You what know, I it, say. it's it's <laughs> it's just it's it's almost impossible to even if you replace some of the of the talent. The fact is, the communication and the and the chemistry of that team is practically broken right now, and they need an infusion of talent. And uh, it's gonna really re- they have to. That's why I'm predicting that they're gonna try to get one of those linebackers, uh, uh, either one of the Devons, either Smith or, or Bush, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, White yeah. Or, or White or Bush, you know, in the draft. Because, mm-hmm. because trust me when I tell you, you insert one of those guys into that defense, especially with the, with the way, the history of that team. I mean, you know, they, they no. do good things, big things. They, they, they can still do good things, but, you know, at the end of the day, they they, they not going to let uh, Lamar Jackson and them do do what they did in that in that six-game win streak. They're going to find – you know, defenses is going to find ways of, of trying to execute it. So they're going to have to – Lamar Jackson going to have to throw that ball. Yes, It's going to be games where you can't run that ball. You, you know, look at – just like I said, just like we said, the Chargers game. They was not going nowhere. Lamar Jackson, not even the running back, was going nowhere because they read it. They they went to that they went to that film room just like just like you know any other game. You go to the film room and you see how they play and you and you're gonna execute. Especially if in you the have a good, especially yeah. in the playoffs, man. If you go against a defense in the playoffs, you better have something else because they've been watching that tape all season and they can see all your tendencies and all the play calls because a lot of people a lot of people think man they're like you're like they're like oh yeah there's a hundred plays on the playbook so the coach calls a hundred different plays trust me when i tell you teams have basically let's say you run strong eye left Mm -hmm. and that's what your team runs strong eye left and your and 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 your and your left guard and your left tackle is a beast and your center is a beast and and you just keep running strong eye left until some team shows up and says to you, dude, you ain't doing this today. You understand me? Some teams run that strong. They have like probably three or four run plays and they run different kind of variations of it. But they run mm-hmm. the same damn play. You understand me? So if you watch the tape enough and you see their tendencies and you see what they do just before the play pre-snap and you're like, oh, wow, that's that strong eye left. It's coming. Mm-hmm. You understand me? You're going to kill them. And that's exactly what they did to the Ravens. Think of it this way. In, in the seven games he played in the regular season, he was 6-1, and one, but he only threw for 1,200 yards in seven games. So that's, that's horrible. That is. That's uh, horrible. In this NFL, that's, that's an average of what? Less than How many? 200 yards, like maybe 150. Yeah, that's like, that's that's like 175. Yeah. yeah. For a quarterback <laughs> in this day and age, no, that's that's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible stats, and that's why I'm saying if he if he doesn't if Lamar Jackson doesn't work out, and you know show and show his coaches, and you know when it comes to um training camp in the preseason that that he can basically don't throw it, then basically it's going to be the same game plan, you know, exactly and, it, it's, and it's not going to work out, you, <laughs> you know. And and last but not least in the playoffs, it's like we always say the last the number thirty two defense in the playoffs could look like a number three. <laughs> in yeah. an instant Every, second yep. because they have watched the film and they and tighten they got everything up. Yep, you're exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and especially so. with an offense that's not going to not going to give you a variety of plays. There you go. Play calls. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easy to defend against them because they're going to say, "Okay, we know what they're going to be doing." 
Yep. You know? Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, to if 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 Lamar Jackson has this hard hard time of throwing the ball, then Harbuck is not going to believe in them, and they're just going to keep running the same thing. It might, it might, and if he not, and if he don't look good enough, then we might, we might see RG three at a point in time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see that. <laughs> the worst, the worst thing that could happen is for him to have a really hard time throwing the ball because that could break your team down. You're basically telling your yeah. team. You know, if if because and it's it's two things that normally happen in the NFL. It's just like what kind of happened in Jacksonville with with Blake Bortles. Everybody and their mama knew Blake Bortles was a bad throw of the football, but because he had like a few streaky games where he looked like uh, the second coming of Joe, Joe John Elway, everybody was like, "Oh well, maybe which if we give him a bunch of money, you know, he's gonna be good." When in the team, in the locker room, the guys may be saying like, yo, man, we got to keep our, our stuff together because this guy might implode at any moment. <laughs> there we go. He implodes. He starts throwing picks. The defense keeps saying, man, it's on us. It's on us. It's on us. And then the defense starts imploding and the team implodes. Um, so you have to be very careful. I mean, John, I respect John Harbaugh, I think. I think he's one of those, one of the best coaches out there, and I trust him to handle this. But this could be a really bad situation very quickly. Yeah, this could blow. Exactly, exactly. So, so as we moving on, um, one, I guess one of the days earlier this week, uh, the NFL is changing the rules for uh, looking for reviewing pass interference calls. Um, I got a lot to say about this. Oh, so <laughs> this, this, this is this is where Chris, this is where Chris gets his, gets the shot. So, um, because I know I, I know a lot of people love this, but. Um. So so how so how will it affect so how will it affect the NFL games? All right, take the floor, brother. All right, man. (laughs) Pass interference to review pass interference calls. I am totally a hundred percent against it. Okay, and I'm gonna I'll I'll tell you why because how many times do we watch the game and we see those pass interference calls and. It could go offense. It could go defense. It could go both. You know, they're both fighting for the ball. To me, it's a a judge a, a, a judgmental call. You know, it's kind of like balls and strikes in in baseball. Yeah, you, you know, know. They're, they're not going to review balls and strikes. It's just, you know, it's a it's it's a, a judgment call on the field. Hmm. So I I can't see it happening. How many like I said, how many times does that happen? Here's another thing. What about on hail mary passes? Oh boy. I mean, Ooh. they're just both. Everybody's fighting for the ball, pushing, and you know, whatever. So, I I am totally, totally against this. To me, it makes absolutely no sense. And think about the road we're going down on this. All right, okay, I get it. It was a horrible call in the playoffs. Okay, yep, horrible. I no doubt. I'm not, I'm not defending the call at all. So, it was a horrible call. But that's what it was. It was a horrible call. Yeah, and it cost. You know the the Saints a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I get it. It was the worst call ever, if you want to say it. But most you can't, likely, you can't, yeah, you can't start changing rules just because of one bad call. It was a bad call. Because now, what happens this year? What happens if if, uh, if 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 it's the Chiefs and the and the Patriots in the championship game, right? And a player is getting ready to sack uh, Tom Brady, right? And his offensive lineman tackles the guy down. 
you know, <laughs> an obvious an obvious holding call, drags him down to the ground. They don't call it. Right. And then the Chiefs are going to cry, oh, we lost it, a chance to go to the Super Bowl because of the bad call. And then now we're going to start reviewing, you know, holding calls. Holding calls. Right. And think about it. A hold could happen on every on every single play if, if you want to review it. So The, the opening of I Pandora's box. There yes. you go. That's, that's a good way to say it. So that, I am yeah. totally 100% against that one. The other ones, I'm all for um, – the, um, now you have the option on if uh, if the offensive team scores a touchdown and they get a penalty against them. It was only on the kickoff. You could give them the, the 15 yards. Now you could push back the extra point if you want, they said, to make it like a 40-whatever-yard, 47, 48-yard uh, extra point attempt now. That's interesting. That. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. that. That's, that's interesting, yeah. I and agree. And the other one is the um, – is the blind block, right, or whatever they call it? Yeah, the blind block. I'm, I don't know if I'm 100 but I don't know if I'm with that 100%. But I understand why they're trying to do it to make the game safe. Exactly. Um, you know, to make the game safe. That's why I understand it 50%. You know, but 50%, the other 50%, you know, how how, <laughs> we, how you expect them to block them? Then there's going to be a penalty for holding. Right. So, you know, <laughs> so that's, all, that's what I'm saying. I'm 50% against nice 50% like, with that. Right. <laughs> But also, also my main concern with these pass interference reviews is that it's going to make the game longer. It can be longer for three hours, thirty minutes, four hours. Right. You know, and people, and people, and basically, what us fans like, we like a a three hour, maybe maybe two hour, fifty minute long game. You know, where we watching it's sixty minutes of football. We don't want it to go to 70 to 80 minutes unless if it's an overtime. Hmm. And then, but if it's an overtime game, it might go to five hours. Hey, and you, hmm. and you know where you know where we're headed with this? And, you know, we've been hearing it for a couple of years is the elimination of the kickoff, right? Yep. It's going to end up, it's, yeah. it's eventually going to get there. We, we, not, we may not like it, and most fans may not like it either to get rid of it, but I think that's what's going to happen, you know? It's kind of it? it's kind of gone already, man. Most yeah, kickoffs go, go out the... Yeah, most of most yeah. kickoffs go out the out the end zone anymore, man. Like, it's true. They, yeah, how many returns do you see a game? Oh, it's got to be a low amount. Yeah, very yeah. low. I mean, and you know what? If you watched any of the AAF games uh, the last few weeks, you don't even miss the kickoff, really. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I don't. You know, if I'm I, I think I think that's I think that's very uh, a very kind of tactical move by the NFL. Uh, uh, the way they did that, they kind of kind of reduced it slowly you yeah. know kind of kind of you know kind of if you have you know like if you have a, 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 a you know you have a um you have a um anyway i'm just saying that the way they did it was like in my opinion that they they wanted they want to get rid of it like chris said they just they just slowly doing it you know and, and so remember rip the band-aid off instead of ripping the band-aid off and you know what remember <laughs> a few years ago they moved it back on the kickoff to the thirty-yard line yes. to get more players to to run back kickoffs. Now they're <laughs> back to the thirty-five-yard thirty-five-yard line because they don't want guys to kick to return Aye. kicks. So mm. I definitely see the uh, the I, death I of the kick, kick return. Yeah, it's it's definitely going away. It's, it's just a matter yeah. of time. You know, it may not happen this year or next year, but it's definitely coming down the road. You know, most definitely. My 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 comment on this whole thing is this. I think uh, I think it's Dean Blandino is his name. That was the head of the officials, right. and he quit. He quit before last season. 
there is listen. I know we don't like ref referees, but you need these guys. You need guys that know the game. You need guys that understand how the game is played. And the fact that they've inserted all these these uh, practically green behind the gills, you know, offensive off um um I mean referees into the game is the reason why the game was officiated so badly last year. You have right, to, yeah. you cannot have these these many guys play um officiating their first or fifth or sixth or ninth or tenth of 20, 20th game in the NFL at that time. You know, we we were spoiled for a long time because most of the refs were guys that been in the league for a long time. And yes, they would make mistakes, but it was very rare. You know, last year we really suffered from from a lot of inexperienced uh, refereeing, and I think that's part of the reason why. That's why I think this is ridiculous what they're overreacting to. Why don't you work on on educating and teaching your referees more instead right. of trying to, you know, trying to you know fill all this in with all this reviewing and reviewing. And you know what? I think if I'm not mistaken, we could go back, but. I think before the season started, when we did our first podcast, I think we did talk about that it was going to be uh, a difficult year this year with officiating because yeah, of... that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, I think I, so. I, I, I yeah, I remember spoke, that. Yeah, I definitely think we spoke about it. So it, this, this was going to happen. I mean, I, I'm sure the NFL didn't see a, a, a scenario like this in the championship game and an obvious, uh, a really obvious pass interference call that was going to cost another team, you know, a chance yeah, to go to the Super Bowl, but... Yeah, you know, yeah. So we're, we're definitely descendants of Nostradamus over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is crazy. Right, right. <laughs> but, but, um, as we get into, as we get into more of NFL draft, um, should, should the Giants try to, uh, trade for Josh Rosen? Or should they, or should they try to uh, maybe trade up, or should they stay where they at and just try to draft uh, Haskins? Which we all, we all think that's that's a big possibility. Uh, I'm I'm all for them trying to trade for Rosen. Um, I wouldn't give up the first round pick for him because that's what the Cardinals are looking to to get. Um, I would give up a third, maybe a second, but. I definitely wouldn't give up one of my first-round picks for him. Um, even though he's still young, obviously, it's only his second year coming in right now. Um, I, I just – to me, going back to Rosen, even when he was drafted or even before the draft, I was not 100% sold on him. Not his playing skills, but I remember we, we – I think we kind of talked about it too. Um, yeah. That, you know, his parents are – they're both wealthy. They're both uh, brain surgeons. So, you know, like if God forbid, if Rosen ever got a head injury with a concussion and, you know, he might retire earlier than, you know, they may be fighting it out because the guy's, you know, he's got, he's got money. It's not like he, he doesn't have the money. Some of these other guys have to play and I don't know. I just, I, I, I wouldn't give up a lot to him. Um, and you also got to look at it from the Cardinal side too. Like they're going to sit back. Like, let's say if the Giants offered him a third-round pick and said, hey, we'll give you our third-round pick, which is pretty high in the third round. But would the Cardinals say, okay, uh, I'll hold off on that because maybe another team's going to offer him a second-round pick or maybe they'll get the first-round pick from another team as they get closer to the draft? Because let's say Washington, 
who probably wants a quarterback. What if they don't get a quarterback in the draft? You know, or they can't move up in the draft. They might say, you know what, we might not get who we want to come down to us, so we might have to trade and get Rosen. So I think mm. the Cardinals might wait a little bit to get the right offer, you know, for Rosen. Yeah, I'm, for I'm yeah. at it from both sides, you know. For yeah, for me, um, Chris, I totally disagree with the. Um, I, listen, I don't know the kid personally. Um, for you to for if you if you have the kind like you said the kind of money that he has, let's say he played. Let, I don't know. Maybe he played football just for status. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know, uh, maybe. And I don't know how you would want more status if you're already the rich kid in the on the block. You know. I mean, play. Um, if you're gonna play football and you're gonna play football for status, I just don't get it. Um, um, the attitude definitely is one thing I worried about. I wasn't worried about the love for football because for you to become as proficient as he was as a passer, you have to have some kind of passion for football. Uh, um, people people kill the kid because yes, I agree. His his his, uh, uh, his uh, attitude sucks. You know, um, and 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 maybe he's a different kid. I don't know, but from from what I've seen, it looks like his attitude sucks. Um, and nobody's. And the yeah, sad thing about it too. is, and the sad thing is, like if he he played a whole year in Arizona, I haven't heard anybody from Arizona come out and defend this kid. That's, that is not good. If right. your if your <laughs> own if your own team is not coming out and saying, "Yo, listen, man." This is not true, man. This kid is the real deal. He played with us. He put his, his his passion. You could see it for the game. You could see nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Not his coaches. Nothing. Everybody's like kind of half-assing, you know, when they ask a question about him, kind of half-assing it. So, Chris, you, I, the part I agree with is the fact that I think he, you, uh, no team is going to give up a lot for him, especially what I just said. If nobody's really willing to kind of die on a cross for him, Eh, you know, nobody, you know, he's going to probably get, hey, man, we're going to throw you a third. You know, maybe that's the most we could give you, you know, kind of move with them, you know. But as a a talent, throwing the ball, reading defenses, you could see it. If you watch some of the tape, if you could watch some of the tape, um, the thing for me too, like, understand this. If you have to put the two prospects head to head, Josh Rosen is a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is a timing kind of quarterback. He played in a system where he had to get the ball out quickly, and he had the wide receivers that were uh, run after the catch guys, guys that could catch a, a crossing route and, and cover and, and go, you know, get the yak. Um, he did complete a lot of uh, uh, throws when they needed when he needed NFL type throws. Um, I think I think he could. Playing a giant in the giant system, he could fit in the giant system, but I think Rosen Rosen could too. I think Rosen is better than would better is better than him. So I think the Giants should, uh, if they can, get Rosen instead. That's my opinion. But I, I also um, I also heard before before we go on with this is that with um, with the Giants, I heard through uh, Schefter on TV was talking about. That they asked him, have you heard anything about the Giants moving up to get Haskins or whoever? And they said the two names that have been connected to the Giants the most that he's heard has been Daniel Jones from Duke. Yeah, heard that too. And the kid from uh, uh, West Virginia. Um, oh, yes. Kyle Murray. Yes, no. Um, uh, man, the mustache. 
forget yeah, his name. Yeah. Kid quarterback. Yeah. Oh, man. West and Virginia the reason QB. why I read up a little bit on Daniel Jones, the reason why he's connected so much to the Giants is because he was mentored by the Mannings. Yes. So there's yes. a big connection with the Mannings, and he plays like he's tried to emulate exactly Peyton and Eli. They're throwing. They're everything. So there's a little connection with that kid. So don't be shocked if if that kid ends up falling to them at 17 or at 6. Whatever. I don't think they'll draft him at 6, but if he, if he falls to 17 or whatever, if he ends up, he ends up on the Giants, <laughs> That's a that's a connection. I was I, cause I I I heard those two names and I said I wonder why and I kind of read up on Daniel Jones a little bit and Will Greer, Will Greer, that's um, the kid. Yeah, from that's the yeah. kid. Yeah, um, um, Will Will Greer and um, Will Greer is one of those guys that um, scouts like if, if you if you want to be confused, I will. If you want to be confused about the way scouts see Will Greer, read about seven different scouts. And what they say about him. Almost every last one of them will have a different view of who he is and not good. Right. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen one scout grade him higher than a third a third round prospect. Mm. You know, mm. and that's not good, man. Like yeah. but 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 in NFL circles, for some reason, they love him. Right. You know, there's a lot of well, he's and and the I've, and the arm strength, I think. exactly, and I've seen and I, and I I think I've said it before. Um, um, I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of the people, a lot of scouts, regional scouts, uh, guys that are not with the NFL, they're basically uh, um, saying that he's not the, uh, that good of a, a of a you know of a quarterback, but but. The NFL loves him because, like Chris just said, he has the—he's the prototype. He's the prototypical guy. He's tall, big arm, you know, accuracy, right. eh, you know. So, um, you know, like, but I heard what you said, Chris. I definitely could back that up. Uh, um, I think it was Matt Miller uh, uh, of Bleacher Report actually uh, said that whole connect. Uh, I heard him say that connection with. Uh, 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 the Duke, the um, the Daniel Jones and 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 the Giants. Um, I think my my opinion on the Josh Rosen thing is uh, one one if if they if the Giants do trade a second round pick, what what what's their game plan gonna go for that number six and number seventeen pick? Because they could have a whole different game plan if if they get the quarterback they want. Then basically they don't need to trade up. There you go. Yeah. Bas- basically, they could that's get true. two two different draft players. That's that's for one. Then you, the two yeah, then uh, defense for sure. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they gotta fix that defense, obviously. Ex- exactly. <laughs> they gotta fix a lot of things. Yep. So they get Josh Rosen. They they can just say we we not trading them. We not trading them no more. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. That's that's for one. For two. Uh. My main my main concern is that I heard uh, the Patriots was interested in Josh Rosen as mm. well. And the last thing, I, I mean, it could happen. It, you know, of course, I mean, it could happen. Anything could Brady, happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Brady's at his last uh, last years. Um, yeah, we keep saying that. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, with Gronkowski retiring, and also uh, the Patriots just lost a uh, defensive coordinator, which I haven't really heard nobody really talked about. Um, he yeah. resigned. That's kind of an <laughs> odd know, thing, um, right? It's a it's a real it's a really odd thing for two guys, you know, a defensive coordinator and your 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 best tight end, a Hall of Famer at at you know a Hall of Famer at the age of thirty retired. 
So um, I don't think either one is. I don't think they're related in any way. You know, I think no, we, they're not related. Yeah, but 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 you know, it's just the, it's just the you know for me to talk about this. Um, what what would happen if Brady if 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 Brady, which we don't think is going to happen, what if he don't have the which what if he had one of the worst seasons ever, which is not going to happen, yeah. but it's just the smoke in the air, right. you know? What if that happens and they fingers crossed and, and they need yeah. that quarterback? <laughs> never know. And never they need know. that quarterback. Then then what? Ooh. You know? Um, I, I, I you know what I've been hearing that they're going to try to draft the quarterback this year. Because you know what, the last couple of years they yeah. had, they remember they had Garoppolo was supposed to be their heir apparent to Brady. Yes, and they, traded, and they got him traded. Yeah, and then, still puzzled about that. Right, and then they had um, not that he was that good, but the other that guy that they traded to uh, the Colts. Yeah, Jacobi, he was he's, uh, he's Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. 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 Yeah, Brissett. Yeah. He did yeah. pretty good with the Colts, so. Was, yeah, he's not a bad QB. I think if given the right he's system, a backup. yeah, I, I, I think I, given yeah. the right system, he could. Listen, I listen. The, the Patriots had made sure. the Patriots have made a lot of quarterbacks look great over their time, man. So, uh, so even if, even if Brissett looks, well, he's a backup somewhere else. Trust me, there was guys that left that were in in New England winning eleven games, and then when they went well, when they went to put other teams, they were like. Uh, uh, well, and also, I, I remember <laughs> early early in the York season, um, very early in the York season, before Kyler Murray's name got really hot, uh, I was watching an interview with Peter King, and Peter King mentioned that the, the Patriots would no doubt draft the quarterback this year, and they loved Kyle Murray. And he goes, huh. don't be surprised if they draft him. Now, obviously, now I don't see that happening because I don't see him getting further than one. Because yep. it looks like the Cardinals. I mean, unless the Cardinals are are just blowing smoke every up everybody's butt, and they're looking for a great trade offer, and they, you know they want someone to give up, you know, a whole crap load of draft picks to move up to the first pick to take Murray. You know, so I don't know, but I I, th- I think the Cardinals are going to take Murray at that first pick. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with that, Chris. Um, just like I said, everything you know, that's one quarterback that didn't uh that that kind of succeeded with New England, but didn't succeed it. And um, and y'all know his name as well as me. Um, his name was Matt Castle. Yeah, uh, yeah. you're right. He was yeah. garbage outside of New yeah. England. He was garbage, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big time garbage. Yeah, that's saying it nicely. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that name out there real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the name I was so, thinking of when I said what I said before. So right, yeah, Matt Matt Castle. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> so as is he still in football? On, no, I'm just playing kid. You know, no. I think he is. Oh, I <laughs> Lord, geez, I think he's somewhere. You know I don't know where. Yeah. To, to considering how thin the wide receiver position is in the league, I I would not be shocked if I'm not mistaken. The last time I remember him being, I think, was with Minnesota. I don't know if he's there now, but I remember him seeing. I remember seeing yeah. him in Minnesota recently. So, yeah. If so, he a backup. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously. Oh yeah, he yeah. is a backup. Yep. Yeah. A backup to the backup. Hey, hey, Mark Sanchez <laughs> exactly. and, and uh, what's his name, Josh Johnson, uh, right? Oh boy. Last oh year, so. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those guys should not be oh, Jesus. anywhere near a football, let alone in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Um, as as we move on, uh, I know two players just retired recently. Um, Jeremy Macklin and Jordy Nelson, which I was Crazy. very shocked of because Jordy Jordy Nelson actually had a decent season with Oakland. Yeah. 
Um, so I really didn't expect him. Um, you know, Macklin was going through some 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 injuries. Yes. Um, so I believe that. Um, where where would you rank both both of these players? Um, where would you rank both of these players? <laughs> Macklin has been Macklin is one of those uh, okay guys. You know, he he's he had he had some okay seasons. You know, he he's just a guy. To me, you know, he wasn't right. He wasn't one of those. <laughs> you know, I think some. I think somebody on Twitter. I think it was my man uh, Joe Blowett started using this term called Jag. He just says Jag, just a guy. So um, definitely, I think Macklin was one of those Jags. Um, it was decent. He was the. It was a decent NFL player, he man. You know, that's injuries. what he was. That was yeah, and he was. Problem. I think yes. I think I think if he if he did not get injured, he could have. Um, his stock could have rose. You know, but he's just uh, not because a, you know he's just not a number one guy. He'd no, be a good number two receiver. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's just not the number one guy, but he was okay. You know, he was a good number two. Yeah. But his injury is just derailed. Yeah. The my my the most um the puzzling thing was uh um uh, uh what's his name uh, uh Davin man Jordy Nelson Nelson for me Nelson over the years especially playing with Aaron Rodgers. You got to see a kind of a talent that I don't think a, lo- a lot of scouts called for him to be, you know, as talented as he was, you know. Um, um, basically, he kind of did something nobody thought he could. And um, he's faster than everybody thought, better at running routes than everybody thought. Uh, um, basically, he was almost wide open every time. It was like it was crazy seeing this guy run for long touchdowns all the time. And he just could not believe it. And and as much as I couldn't believe the way he played, I still I can't believe he quit, you know. Uh, but I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that in football now. Um, I think a lot of football players are a little bit smarter with the way they handle their lives, uh, uh, because I think as fans, I think we uh, discount football. You know, we don't we take it for granted how dangerous of a sport it is, and and the short shelf life of most NFL players. You know, um, um, they 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 use their status to get educated as best they can to fit to, to kind of get a natural fit into society, get a real uh, a, a, a a kind of a job like just a regular job instead of doing football. It, for them, it's better for them or and their families instead of playing football where they could probably wreck their legs, wreck their knee or something, and they can't walk and play with their kids and stuff. So. Um, I think I think over time this is this is gonna happen as more options kind of uh, open themselves up to NFL players. Yeah, I, you know what? And he would have been entering his age thirty-four season this year. Yeah, because I think his birthday is exactly. in May, so he would have been thirty-four. So he was probably like, yeah, you know what? I probably made whatever enough money, you know. So he's probably like, I'm set. And you know what? Like you said, with with the NFL too. There's always that possibility that you're going to get severely injured on that yep. field. So yep. if you're at 33, 34, and you've had a good career and you've made <laughs> your money, yep. you know, hey, what am I going to bust my butt anymore for and and put my put my life on the line again? You know, this guy could be crippled on on the next play. In just one play. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's possible. So you know what? I don't blame the guy for leaving. You know? Um, I think the most important thing is uh, at least Jordan Jordy Nelson has a ring. Yeah. Um. So Good you know, him. with him having a ring, that's you know, that's that's the that's you know, at least you can leave out as a as a winner. 
You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of great players Ooh. without championships. That is true. You know, yes, sir. And and you know the and with them not having the championship, they feel like they haven't reached a that they final destination. Yeah. So I, I feel like you know I, what you about to say, Chris. Say, Go right I, ahead. I'm gonna say I, I'm I'm fifty fifty on that because I think it means more to the fans than the players. You think Not so? To, yeah, I, I, because I've, I've, so. I've, I've, been, you know I've I, heard, I've heard, I've heard past players. Like I watched a few football life, you know, the football life, uh, show. I've watched some players that actually, um, still hurt, you know, over the fact that they didn't win a championship. Because you have to, you have to understand. There's, there's two, there's two kind of football players. There's football players that come in, knowing that this is gonna put them, make them set for life. They're gonna work hard. And they're gonna, you know, they're gonna make the best out of it. Uh, there's guys that are real football, kind of bleeding football guys, and they've dreamt of not only playing in the NFL but being having a legacy in the NFL. Mm-hmm, and, exactly. And, and that means a lot to them having a legacy in the NFL. And part of that legacy, for the most part, means having a championship. And and you, sometimes you hear them inheriting their voice when you ask them, you know, either they they completely don't want to answer the question, or they basically almost crack. Their voice is cracked talking about the fact the you know missed opportunities and stuff that they had, you know, playing in the NFL. So I think it matters to the real football heads, you know, the guys that play football for the love of the game, you know, um, which is which. You know, I'm not saying not all football players are. I'm just saying there's these guys that are, you know, that are just different. I yeah, think no, that means is, a lot to them. I, I agree. No, there is some that are like that. But I think the majority, especially these younger kids coming up, I think they're just looking, you know what, let me get in. Let me do my few years, 10 years. If I, if I can do 10, five years, make the money, set myself up, and I'm good. Yeah. You know, you know Chris, my, yeah, you know, my thing is, Chris, is that, with us fans, we we like like basically you know like let like we gonna say we get we if we win the Super Bowl, we get to talk we get to be talk of the town right, right. for the year <laughs> exactly you know and and but but once the a player wears that NFL championship, that's forever. Mm. Oh, I and, 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 for, and, and 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 wear that championship is, is that's that's that should be something that should be destined for, and that should be a lifetime. You know, it's like it's like you're kind of wearing a, a, a an engagement ring, and you're wearing and you're telling yourself, "Yeah, I'm married and I'm for life." That that I think a championship would mean ev- ev- any and everything. You know, that's just my opinion. You know, NFL, to NFL players, this should mean more than than you know than the, than the fans. You know, we just get to talk for a year. Players, they get to wear they get to wear it for the rest of their <laughs> lives. Know, if, Go if down they, in Canton. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's, as a fan. If the Jets win the Super Bowl, <laughs> I'm talking for the rest of my life. Because yes. It yes. Never yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm. 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 Yes. For the rest of my life. I will say. I will. Right I will say this right here and right now. I don't care who you are, if you were a Giants fan or whatever the hell you are. I. You've been talking to me, telling me all kind of shit for years about how right. my team sucks. You know. Right. I will be talking shit from now until the day I die. If the Jets ever win the Super Bowl, <laughs> don't. And you know what? And I will forever. Fans, and all the Giant fans in the world will always hold 
those two Super Bowl victories against the Patriots, against them no matter what. Right? Exactly. Perfect season, yeah. and they blew it against the Giants. Yeah. Oh and then my when they God. had a chance to beat them again, they yep. lost again to the Giants. Yeah, the they're Giants, like you, Giants. Right. Giants, team, Giants always say they're like the Patriots. They're not the better, the best championship team. We are. We beat What's them twice. That, all those shirts that came out, eighteen and one. Yeah, you know, more undefeated season, all that yep. stuff. So, yeah. but now I think the Eagles kind of cooled them off a little bit because now they beat the <laughs> Patriots. So now, yes. the, so now the Giants are not the only team to beat Brady and Belichick teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but anyway, but it's. Trust me, if the Jets win, we're going to be that, – that's going to lift Yeah, we, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to be talking. I'm, I'm taking off work. But I'm I, taking off work probably I, you, the whole week. You take off work. <laughs> I'm taking off work the whole yeah, week. Man. I'm going to have to come out to New York for the parade, yeah, and man. I'm just going to get drunk and, going and, talk, and talk and talk. We all go to the parade. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I think there is still a decent amount of players that, that are like that, that want the Super Bowl, that want that legacy and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end – I think a lot of these guys are just, you know, especially football, you know, and I see it in baseball too, that it's, you know, I hate to. It's all about the money. Yeah. I mean, you know, like. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that, Chris. You know, my thing is, is that you know? the guys, the, the no, guys, the guys that. that Yep. Right. The guys that that make themselves stardom that that we always talk about, the guys that 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 be stardom and has the money, it's all it's it's a big responsibility because now you got media media on your back and they watching everything that you do. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 you know so so for you to get paid, this it's a it's a it's a sacrifice towards it. <laughs> right. I mean, I I was the the, be, the greatest example in the last few years, right? I don't like to bring him up now because now he's on the Mets, but Robert, hmm. Robinson Cano, right? right? When he signed, instead of signing with the Yankees for the 7-175, I think, he signed with the uh, Seattle Seattle Mariners or two, whatever, right? Right, correct. He could have stayed with the Yankees and been a lifelong Yankee from day one. He probably would have got his number retired. But you know what? He wasn't looking at that. He was like, "Hey, I'm going to set up my family. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get it." And so I don't blame but, him. But you know what? He got a championship too. Right, he got it don't he got a championship right? too? Yeah, he mm-hmm. won in '09. So I guess he was like, "Hey, I got my championships. I don't care." Yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to set that's up my true. family. And I don't blame him for that. I respect him for that. Mm. I, I didn't hate that's, the guy that's when he too. There. You know, I was like, "Hey, good I, family." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I agree. He, he I agree with you. Ten years. You know, I, I was happy about that too. So. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's 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 good. Um, so for now, as we get into the Jets, um, is Mac done with free agent? Uh, with free agent signing, or is he? Or is he? Or is he going to wait until the market? Basically, the market is he waiting for the market to go down just to sign, just to kind of sign a few more players? Uh, I think I, I don't think he's done totally. But obviously, the major signings are over. Um, now it's about depth moves. And I think leading up to the draft, and, you know, there's obviously going to be moves. I think there's going to be more moves at the draft and trades down, up, and every other way. Um, and then we got to remember, during the camps, guys are always getting cut, whether it's on our team or on another team. Mm-hmm. So we might be picking up guys that way, too. So there's definitely more moves coming, for sure. But I don't think any major move. You know, but I, there's definitely more moves coming. Yes, like like I I cringe every time I hear because I've I'm, I I tell you guys all the time I listen to multiple podcasts and and I read multiple articles on the Jets. 
and everybody is acting like the Jets are going to let Jonathan Harris, Harrison start at center. There is, it's very unlikely that a pro GM would allow a backup to a backup center to start on his offensive line without trying to add a new center. So stop with the Jonathan Harris. Harrison is going to be our center. That that's crap. He there there is going to be something done about that. The Jets have suffered at at, at edge rusher for a very long time. That is an mm. issue because they have tried and they have failed to get a, a great edge rusher here. That might change this year. We don't know. You know. Um, basically, that's kind of that. That's kind of what uh, the argument is. You know. Um, uh, I've I've had I've had conversations with uh, uh, with some people uh, talking about edge rushing um, edge edge pressure versus interior pressure, you know, uh, um, because I've said it before, edge rushes, you know, yes, they've been in the NFL and that's primarily how you get to the quarterback in the NFL, but it's not the only way you get to the N- the quarterback in the NFL. The, the Jets could find another way, and Correct. that you know. So 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 Mac in in you know in to summarize everything I'm trying to say, I, I doubt Mac is, is is done. I think they have multiple layers of plans and ways to do, go about uh, the filling out the roster. Um, like Chris said, they're gonna probably um, take. Uh, guys that are cut from other teams. Um, from there's a draft to come, and like I said earlier, even you wait to get more value for a player instead of spending right now when the market is kind of still hot. Even it's kind of cooling, cooling down a little bit. You wait until it cools off, and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of guys that didn't get paid, they didn't get contracts, and nobody's offering them anything. You go to them and you lowball them. Hey man, ain't nobody gave you nine. I'll give you five if you come over here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You understand me, and and that's what and that's what that's what it's all about, you know. Um, as a GM, that's his job. His job is to fill in the roster, but do it smartly, without kind of de- and damaging the team's prospects for the future. So uh, um, I don't think it's done. And also, last but not least, um, after the draft, we we also still have after preseason preseason games. Mm-hmm. Usually, after if nobody don't notice, Matt usually makes the makes the most moves or is after preseason games where where guys is getting cut, and he adds and he adds some kind of you know adds a couple of players or the draft. So I'm expecting him to make the most. If he signs the center, it's it's got it's going to have to be um, John Sullivan, for what I heard from uh, the Rams. Or it's going to be correct. Or it's going to have to be the other guy from the Eagles, which I forgot his name quickly. Um, But um, yeah, with yes, thank you. Thank you. But um, other than that, either it's going to be draft in the third round, or maybe they Max see somebody after the preseason, after the uh, preseason, and you know, because usually you could find, you could probably find a little, a little prize, you know, after the preseason games with guys being cut. So I don't think Mac is nowhere near, near done making his moves. Yes. It's not a lot of money, but at the same time, you know, these, what these guys about to be valued for, is not going to be a lot. So you can still kind of make a move or two. 
and you know what? Unfortunately, you know this this team is a work in progress, right? The offensive exactly. line is a work in progress. Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. Work in progress. Agreed. The defensive lines are work in progress. The corners Agreed. are work in progress. So, Agreed. Yeah, so there's going to be more moves coming. We're, we're definitely not set. At, you know, whatever we got right now, we're not – this is not, you know, set in stone. So And stop Correct. and stop with the playoff uh, – this is the playoff team already. No. Uh, uh, guys, listen. We're not, we we're love, not playing. I love my Jets fans. I love my Jets fans. This is a – like Chris just state, stated, this is an unfinished product. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. I know no, Jets fans stop bringing up the 50 years or whatever we've been suffering. We understand. But if we're going to do this the right way, it needs to be done patiently. You can't just run out and get the first shiny object you, you know, that you see. You know, most of the time it's just a can. Well, you know, that's it. There's nothing in it. No diamond, nothing. It's just a, it's just a okay. mirage. So, um, so I would prefer that Max um, 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 slowly uh, but methodically deal with the issues that the Jets have instead of trying to fill in the major issues with some kind of shiny object that's really nothing but a show. And then when the season starts, everybody's up in arms about some kind of, you know, oh, you failed again. No, man, let's do it right. Right. Because it's about now. It's, it's about, listen, we got a new coaching staff. You know what I mean? We just got our quarterback last year. So it's basically now we're starting this rebuilding. I hate to keep saying it, but because we've been rebuilding forever. But <laughs> you know what? Last year was that first year. This year we got the new coach, new coaching system. So now it's now this year we have to show improvement from last year. So, you know, we have to see more than four or five wins, obviously. You know, I'm not of course, saying right. most right? definitely. But if we don't make the playoffs, it's not going to be the end of the world. But. You know what? We better win. Say that again. Games, you know. you got to say that again because basically this is what people don't understand. I understand that there's teams that have that have launched themselves from nothing or three or four or five wins to prosperity in the NFL. But look at them. Mostly what they do, what they do is short-lived. They go up. Right. They go up. They win nine or ten games, and then because because of what they did wasn't there was no foundation to what they did. They slide back. What we as Jets fans or true Jets fans should want is a team that could win or stay or be stable as right. a winner, take the over this division for the next mm-hmm. ten, fifteen years. Let's be the next Patriots. Let let New York Jets be the next level of dynasty instead of just filling in holes here and there one year of 11 we've had the one year of 11 wins we've had the one year of 10 wins we've had the one or two years of championship uh 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 uh, um championship um uh, afc championship games that's correct we don't want that we want more progressive uh um 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 um, you know winning for us you know Uh, uh uh two three four years of hey man pittsburgh the only t- you know the only team that's gonna challenge you is the Jets. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear the AFC is scared when they come to when they come to New York because they know, you know, what what we're about. Instead of just this, you know, silly attitude about you know let's just get a bunch of players, you know, and and then and then let's see throw it throw them in the soup and let's see what 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 we could cook up. No, we gotta do it methodically. Hey, you know what? Exactly. We gotta see improvement. That's the big thing. This year, we got to see improvement. We got to see more than four wins, more than five wins. You know, yes, see a team definitely. 
Got to see a team Babe. that's like you said. When when the team comes into town, it's not. Oh yeah, this is gonna, this is an easy win. Or when yeah. they come, they're not. You know, right. I think, and I think also, uh, you know, we need to see some kind of growth um, yeah. with 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 Bell and and Mosley coming in. You know, they they can they could probably you know they could probably put this offense and defense in the right direction that they need to be. You know, when hopefully with Gaze and Williams, they'll they'll put them in the right direction that we were supposed to be. You know, two years ago last season. <laughs> so hmm. that's all I want. I want that growth. I want that growth from this team. No, yeah, nothing doesn't come from you know. It ain't easy, but at the same time, you know, as these guys, as we got new players coming into you know the New York, it's not going to be easy to develop together, but. Yeah, as we saw with the last four seasons that we all that meant the last four games of the season that we always talked about with Robbie Anderson and Darnold, they growth. You saw that growth and that development. So as Bell and you know Mosley comes in and these and Crowder comes in, you want these you want them guys to to show the you know show them that yes, you you can build and, and and there's a right and there's a right way to build. So that's the only thing I'm hoping for is that growth. <laughs> agree, totally agree. So as we get into um, so basically as we get into more Jets news, um, the Jets new uniforms uh is on Sunday, uh, Thursday. <laughs> Yay! Um, are we? Are we? Are I think I think with this situation, in in my opinion, I I would like to start off with this. Um, I think the problem is if the uniforms don't look as as um how can you say as different um and new. And and kind of refreshing. Um, I think it's going to be. I, I feel like the fans are going to. Oh my goodness! You're going to riot. I feel like the fans is going <laughs> right. to. Yes, there's going to be a big riot of Jet fans, <laughs> and they're going to say, "Oh my goodness, it shouldn't have been like this." And and, and what and, and and then and then what's going to happen? You're going to stop being a fan because of what the what the colors look like. Right. Like, 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 like is, it does, does colors matter? Right. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I think they're just trying to, you know, they're, they're just trying to get the fans going again. And, you know, cause you've got a new, you know, the new coaching, the new quarterback, it's like a whole new team. So I guess, you know, they want to get a whole new fresh look as well, which I like, you know, but in the end, like you said, it, it don't matter, man. It's just, it's just uniforms. It's nice to get exactly. uniforms, but you know, it is what it is, man. Just yeah, uniform. what's what's Correct. what's new uniforms without wins, huh? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, That's all I'm gonna say more. about that. Listen, I I, I would <laughs> like I would like it to be a nice nice design, but I'm not really worried about this. I'm not. I haven't really wasted any kind of time thinking about this. No. I'm just I'm just basically worried more than anything about what they're gonna do at three. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, you know, I've spent so much time basically analyzing in my mind what what could be what they're going to do with the third pick more than I have spent time thinking about the uniforms. I could care less about them because I'm right. going to be a Jets fan no matter what. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to be like, man, you guys really messed up on that uniform if it looks. But that's about what I will say about it. That's as far I will go. Correct. I will not. I will not break my brain about it or riot like uh like Davin just said. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, that's definitely that's not. what I feel like it's gonna. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Um, regardless, um, you know, it's certain fans that's just so ungrateful. They just like ah, yeah, this and that, and then you have fans that just say, okay, but 
what about the what about the wins? You know, what what about this and what about that? You know, we fell we fell in love with the Jets because of players like Curtis Martin, yeah. you know, the sack exchange. Yeah, about the players. Yeah, yep. uh, like what like what like why should the uniform matter? You know, why should the uniform matter to this team? Yes, yes, we yes we have players and yes we we got a, we have a different coaching staff and different players so but why but why should the uniform matter like like I said nothing is not going to be what we all looking for but if this team can start building wins then then basically we then that's that's what we should be back on loving that team that was building and winning you know then just like Sharman just said I I want I want I want the Jets to be a threat to every AFC team even in, even the NFC teams mm-hmm. you know like when you looked at Darrell Revis they was like oh I was scared of Revis Allen you got receivers talking about it because it was the truth when when Revis was dominating they were scared that's what I want I want players to say I'm I'm scared to come out here because I know this team is is built the right way to win. Yeah. I agree. So, I agree. So, um but last um but last last um the last last topic is um uh, earlier today uh the NFL predicted the Jets to win to win 7 games. Um and basically they had the Browns winning 9 games, which which I thought was very interesting, but um Forget about the Browns. Um, do, do the Jets? Uh, do the seven? Is that a? Is that a good number? Is that not? It's not a good number. But is that a perfect way for the for the Jets um, this season? Or do you have more wins or, or more or less wins involved? Uh, I think it's right about there. You know, um, I, I would love. And this is without the draft. Yeah, this is I mean. without I the mean, draft. Uh, it's it's hard to say now because it's so early in the offseason you know we don't know what Correct. the finished product is going to be like but um i mean to predict what they're going to win you know because it depends on who's going to get hurt or whatever but i i mean i think with the improvements that we've made already and crossing my fingers that we're gonna have a good draft and everything's going to come together i i could i could see seven eight wins you know and if everything really falls into place nine wins but Seven or eight is where I'd be, kind of where I would fall for the Jets. Yeah, do, I, do you uh, agree, Sean? I um, yeah, I listen. Like Chris said, it's kind of awkward trying to trying to you know project the winning wins when the team we we just stated that it's an unfinished product. Uh, um, but my my like my hope, especially with the acquisitions that the team has made, it feels like there's a possibility that they could win as much as seven games. Uh, I would say that was, that would be if everything falls in place, I would like more as any fan would, but uh, I, I, I kind of agree with Chris. Uh, seven wins would be six wins. Seven wins would kind of be where, where I'm, where I would pro- project them. Um, I agree with both of y'all. Um, it's too it's too early to call it. Um, we still have the draft left. Uh, and you know, especially if we have a number three pick. Um, or if we trade down, basically what what we looking for is basically we we looking for basically another one of those stones for us. Um, that's one. 
Um, for two, um, with with us, if Mac if Mac execute the draft and that draft look good, I'm, I might project a nine win. It all depends, but like I said, it's too early to call it because you know we still in the uh, the draft and we still got training camp. We have a lot of things that's going on. Um, it's too early to call it, but I I could project this as a seven win, but hopefully eight. Um, I'm, but like I said, uh, it's too early to call it. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll <laughs> you know? do our predictions, you know, the week before the season starts. Yeah, we still, know, we still going to do it, but you know, this is the NFL. This is, this is what they do. Yeah. They, they project, they predict everything before we even do it. So, um, yeah, I, I think we can, we can always get, get back into this, uh, maybe before the season starts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Like Sharman said, I'm just worried about the draft right now. I'm worried about what Co- correct. Do. And, are they going to trade down? Are we going to stay? At three? I think I, gonna, I, yeah. I, I have I have one of those friend funny feelings. This is going to be Max best draft. Like I said, this job is on the line. You know, with with him with him executing free agency, which was rare. This was his best free agency um, out of out of out of his whole. In my opinion, this was the best free agency he had. Um, at being a Jet. Um, Brandon Marshall, I don't know. He he got lucky with with the with the Brandon Marshall and all these other guys, um, and he only got one good season out of Revis. Um, I think I think this might be one of this is going to be a, a, a. I think his job is on the line. I think he's going to execute that draft. I think he might trade down, get more draft picks, and we'll see what happens. Yep, I agree. So. Yeah, so um, basically, thank you, thank y'all for uh, always say thank y'all for listening to our podcast. We we so much appreciate it. Um, as we basically build build as being better on the podcast. Um, please again make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, and also uh, search for the groups on Facebook and Why Just Fans. Um, another great week. And until next week, fellas, y'all y'all have a good one. Yes, guys. Have a good one. Take care. Get up. Take care, guys. Get All up. right. Get-